So often in today's society, we can get so caught up in what we want to say, the point we want to get across, how we feel like other people aren't hearing us or agreeing with us. But sometimes I wonder, do we ever slow down to take time to think about what is it like to be on the receiving end of our own selves, the way we speak, the way we act? How is it landing on other people and how would our world be different? If each one of us could slow down, maybe humble ourselves a little bit or just take time to think about what is it like to be on the receiving end of me and my words and my actions? What is that like to take time maybe and think and ask the people around you, people at your job, your children, your spouse, or maybe you could, you could ask them, what is it like to be on the end of me? Or maybe you could just take time and step back and take a look at that. This is everything. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. Had to say it twice on a mind. Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in, in a, a more, more excellent, excellent way. way. Yeah, Nicola, I was talking to, well, I was at a training. And the trainer kept using this um, analogy of tennis. And, you know, in tennis, the players are trying their best to volley back and forth. Right. And oftentimes for a tennis player, they are having to run to the point of where the ball is and make contact. Mm, mm -hmm. And sometimes when they're having to run, they're having to extend themselves and stop and slide to hit the ball back. And sometimes as they're hitting, they're not always getting to see the shot that they hit. How is the other player on the other end receiving that shot? Mm, and then mm -hmm. immediately after they hit the shot, they have to recover and get back on the defense for what's about to come back at them. Right, right. But then through the whole, well, I wouldn't say the whole match, but you just never sometimes get to see what it's like to be on the receiving end of you. And I think that can happen sometimes in relationships, whether it's work, parenting, mm -hmm. church, right. and definitely, of course, marriage. It's sometimes we are so busy just kind of going from point to point, trying to trying to get our shot off. And then we never take time to think like, what is it like to be on the receiving end of ourselves? Oh, that's a good imagery. <laughs> it is. It is. And so we just want to take some time today to really try and, and, and think about that. Because once again, we can, we can get so caught up in what it's like to be on the other end of people and thinking about how we're treated, how they talk to us or how we're interpreting their message. Mm, but how good. often do we stop and think what it's like for the people on the other end of us? Sometimes I need to stop and think about how are people experiencing me? How are my emotions landing on other people? How are the words mm. I speak and the way I communicate when I'm healthy? Mm. How, how am I landing on people? Am I making a positive difference as we say on KLRC, right? Right. But also sometimes when I'm not so healthy, ah, you know, what does that look like for how I might be impacting other people around me? And so as we were preparing for this talk today, I just want, I knew the scripture had something to say about it, right? In Luke 6, 31, it says, do to others as you would have them do to you. It makes nice. me think, am I talking to people, mm -hmm. treating people, communicating with people the same way I would want them to communicate with me? Yeah. That's good. When you were talking about that, you know, initially you were like, 
putting it in terms of like a marital relationship and partner friendships. And I was like, ah, I think the easiest way for me to access that one is like, I think because I think about this aspect with my kids probably a little bit more often because I'm thinking about when they get older and the things that they have to leave <laughs> my presence and their experience with me and leave step outside of this relationship into other relationship with people or especially when they get older, what they're walking away with. I just remember one time <laughs> I was giving care to one of them and you can have different things that come up at different time. Maybe you're tired or feel like it's the millionth time you're doing that one same thing. And I just remember God like prompted my heart, like doing it in the attitude of which I would want them to do that for me when I'm needing them in my end of days that hit me and I've I've walked I've attempted at least to walk a little bit more I think gently in that area that I was walking with with them and and a little bit more you know some some of the duties um, and responsibilities that we do for and with one another especially when you're doing for and with your, your children you know it's like they, they need that. But sometimes, you know, like you're saying, if you're feeling tired or it's a millionth time, it could feel like, uh, you know, I want a relief. But I imagine them feeling like I'm having to take care of mom like this for the millionth time. And I want a relief. Like what? I don't I don't want to feel burdensome on them. I don't want them to feel like it's a burden, yeah. you know. And so just that sense of like, let me do it from a different heart of maybe stirring up thankfulness or gratitude in that space. I don't know if that goes exactly with what you were kind of thinking, but. I, th I like what you were saying. When you when you start talking about the parenting aspect, the image that came in my mind was even I as a parent, can I put myself in my children's spot? And when I was that kid, how did I need an adult to come into my world? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, and like when at the times whether I was struggling, sad, frustrated, how would I want needed an adult? And that's not just talking about like a childlike way, like an immaturity, but now thinking, am I coming across to my children in a way that would have been caring, directing? Mm -hmm. Am I coming across that way as a kid? Or am I coming across as rude? domineering, overbearing, right. inconsiderate in a way. That is just a powerful picture to even think in that relationship. How is it for my child to receive, be on the receiving end of me? Right, right, exactly. That's yeah. a powerful question. This is stop. And once again, you know, for us, when, think about that. Stop for a moment. And you, if you're a parent and you're listening to this, if you're a teacher or whatever you do and you work with kids, if you could think back to you put yourself in the place as a child, you know, how would you feel being on the receiving end of you? And that might be good. And we hope that even when we hope this is edifying, like maybe there's some areas I need to tweak how I talk to my girls. Like I've had to go through that. Like I, at the beginning part, you know, coming out of the military, I, I, didn't want, I was making my girls feel like they were on the other end of a sergeant. My drill sergeant. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. they, and I think there's a place to have a respect for father and a reverence for him, but I didn't want them to like fear me and avoid me. That's right. not, I don't, want, I don't want them to be in terror of me like that. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. if they're doing wrong, yes, they should say, Oh, that's not something dad would be happy with. Right. I want them to also like, that's my dad. You know, I want to be in his presence. Like, being in my dad's presence, even when I make a mistake, I can he, come he to, corrects mm -hmm. me and he can lift, he lifts me up. Mm -hmm, or, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Just to yeah. really think about that. I guess just to put a better, not only just that sense of when they're older or when I'm older and I'm not just trying to make this exchange for just when I'm older, but the sense of, I recognize I was like, 
rushing, you know, rushing. They're That's experiencing good. me as as a rusher, That's you know. Um, and in that season, I definitely was because it's like, let me hurry up and do just this. Pushing me to the next thing. Yeah, and you know, and I I wanted to cause my well, I kind of had that imagery. When I had that imagery, it taught me to slow down a little bit. Mi- a little bit more and not to be disgruntled about the things that we do have to, you know, get done throughout the day. But can we do it in a less maybe rushed or hurried space of yeah. being? Yeah. So, so anyway, I want to re- I want to move that over now. Here's the part where I guess I'll be vulnerable. OK. Like it makes me really think like, what was it? What is it like for you as Nicola, my wife? Uh huh. Oh, boy. To be on the receiving <laughs> end of me as a husband. Uh I I mean, yeah, y'all, I think people, if you're listening right now, you're like, turn the radio up. It's like, I can't believe he just asked her that. Uh. I I guess I'll jump in. Like I I do. The moment I think about that question, I get my my chest sinks a little bit because I think of me at my worst moments, if Mm. I'm being honest. Like, oh, no. I can think about the times when I'm impatient you're messing up. Oh, okay. and I end up yeah. making you feel like my struggles in life are your fault Uh huh. Uh-huh. or when I'm struggling with thoughts in my own head and making sense of the world and I've made you feel don't want to less than or not yeah, smart or yeah. that I can't step close. I think because mm-hmm. then it's like that bewildered feeling, I guess sometimes like, and uh, I think the big thing we have to the side. Yeah, and I think one thing we've said on this, here's the part of, I think about this where people get stuck is one, it does take a, it's taken years of practice to try and think about relationships, like not just what I want and how I'm receiving, or I'm being impacted, mm-hmm. but being able to really take time to step back, like to ask that big question. Not only do I know how I'm being impacted, but I am curious about how I'm in impacting other people around me. And the hard part about that, when you and I were talking about this show, is sometimes people get stuck because they're only thinking about their intent. Oh, yeah. Well, this is mm-hmm. what I want to do. Wanted this is what I'm do. trying to say. And that might be good and that might be true. But it might have landed on the other person in like a negative way. Yeah. Or and can I make know? space? Even if I had a good intent, even if I had a real need, that's still, I still want to be considerate of how am I landing on the other person? Mm-hmm. Because I, when I think about good communicators, they take that into consideration, right. especially if the message I'm trying to send is so important that it's important to me that you understand it. Yeah. I do want to be true to myself and how I share it, but I also want to make sure I try my best to help it land on you. I want you to take it in. So mm-hmm. I just want to increase your ability to take it in. Mm-hmm. So I can't be a jerk <laughs> and then want you to understand my right. frustration Yeah. or yeah. whatever that guess- is. Or if I'm stressed out and I'm really overwhelmed but I'm criticizing you, but I'm really needing support. Support, right. Rather That's going to send out a funky for. message. You're going to be like, yeah. And I'm going to get more frustrated. Mm-hmm. Because then your need is not going to get met. Because I'm pushing right? you away yeah. by the mm-hmm. very way I come off, even though I might need something good and true from you. That's true. Yeah. That, yeah, that would happen. I guess in a little bit. Yeah. Like you're like, this is how I think I'm presenting myself. However, you know, that person is making meaning of what is coming out of you. It's coming towards them. And they can't help you know? but do that. Right. 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 Yeah. I guess it may, it's, I'm picturing one of the things that when we talk about that co-creating meaning of something, you know, so being able to say, this is what my heart is desiring. This is what I'm thinking through and then double checking to see if the other person is really I don't know, like, it, um, is my message congruent? Is it clear to you? You know, 
and then just kind of like being able to work towards getting on the same page about what is being put out yeah. and what's being received. Yeah. And then clarity, I, think, I guess. So definitely I've been talking about it for more of the rough side, but I think it's also good to think about, Hey, when I am maybe living from a healthy place, what is it like to be on the receiving yeah, end? Yeah, tell of me, it? honey. Yeah, am I What is it? Am I doing well at sending out comfort and support and encouragement? <laughs> right? Uh-huh. You just give it a finger. Like, wait. <laughs> Not like the finger finger like a pointing finger. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I was going to ask you since this were like positive. <laughs> what is it like for you to um experience me on the end of my awesomeness? <laughs> to be on the other end of Nicola's awesomeness. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. I definitely would say that way more often than not, it's positive. Okay. Yeah, um you, I think I was thinking about all these questions a little bit more complicated. No, uh, I think it's it, it's definitely positive. You are like sun, a sunny disposition. You're sunshine. You're my sunshine. Yeah, my yeah. only sunshine. Um, but, you know, we've talked about it. I think that's one of the things we can be real on here. Then that when you are overwhelmed in life. I didn't it, ask it's that change, question. It's change. <laughs> but it could be. It, and I wouldn't say scary, but it's like because now it used to be. I probably would have been more get out in the colors way. Just. <laughs> what does that mean? Like um, get out of my because way. Because sometimes Your you'll way. be frustrated my way. and you aren't trying to be mean, but you can be sharp. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way. As a matter of fact. I mean, everybody you can feel, you can be ir- easily irritated, mm-hmm. but that's not your norm. That's the funny part. And then there have been times when I might try and like share with you about how I'm receiving you. And then you'll just debunk it. And it's like, no, you know, kind of like, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm crazy. And it's like almost like that, you know, <laughs> all right, I'm just making it go, up. If you're going to be labeling being, yourself I, like I'm that. I'm being weak here. All right, cool, whatever, you know. Um, but I think, do you think that you're so used to me being more jolly, more, more that, that it's like, no, no, I'm just saying it's like, if I get, as a matter of fact, it'd be like, oh my gosh, maybe you know, I, mean, I can't rule that out. Right. You know, right. We all get used to each other at, at certain set points. Mm-hmm. And so we all learn how to recognize when that person's in different places. Right. Mm-hmm. But you nevertheless, it's just it's a different it's a different space being another receiving interview at different times. And just like I know that for me as well. And I had a hard time at the beginning taking I remember one of the things you used to always say, James, is I don't like when you don't tell me you're disgusted with me. You just give me that disgusted look. Mm-hmm. And at first I'm like, what are you talking about? And then finally one day I felt like I don't even know. Disgust towards me. I, don't Go know. Ahead. I was definitely frustrated. <laughs> and then I could feel my face. Oh, shift. I remember it was disgust. Yeah. You were in the kitchen. I was yeah. on the other side. You okay. were in the kitchen. Oh, you, you, I hope everybody <laughs> catch. Did you see how Nicola's voice tone and she just perked all of a sudden this conversation got entered. I remember I was on the other side of the sofa. I was wearing no, a blue I was shirt a, and I was wearing my favorite pink socks. It was sunny outside. It, it wasn't oh, sunny. And it was kind of cool. <laughs> you look at it. See, see, see. Okay. Because I remembered it because you caught it. Oh, you gotcha. caught it and you said something about it. Thank you. I feel like a noble steed. <laughs> <laughs> no, All right. <laughs> uh, you know, and even like, it's now that you said that. And I remember, cause, but that is like, I didn't even know. Cause like in my heart, maybe this part like, well, I'm not saying it, but there was still mm-hmm. the way you were receiving me, you, that I was impacting you. Yeah. And I was sending I mean, out a signal. Nonverbal is another right? form of communication. I remember the one time when Grace was a little girl. 
Uh, and uh, they're my baby out there. And like I definitely, that. I've always say like, one of our daughters. Keep yeah, him guessing. Keep one of my daughters. <laughs> but she's insightful. She's they were all brilliant. Um, but I remember one time uh, <laughs> I was frustrated, and I think I was trying not to like be perturbed with her. And uh, but she wrote me a little letter in her little kin <laughs> handwriting. <laughs> Daddy, I don't like it when you bite your bottom lip. I think it it means you're mad at me or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I didn't, at that moment, I didn't even really, I didn't really realize I was doing that. But even my daughter was at that moment, she was giving me some feedback mm-hmm. on what it's like to be on the receiving end and of that. Mm-hmm. Even when dad thinks he's containing it. That's the funny Isn't part. that the... Even when I think oof. I'm containing it, mm-hmm. you know, I could come back at it. Well, I didn't yell at you. I didn't punish you. Or this didn't happen. And da, but it's still like, whoa. Because the moment she did it, I wasn't doing it at the moment, but I could feel, I was like, there's a part of my body just remember. Like, I could mm-hmm. feel like, I do 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 that. But it isn't amazing how, like you're saying, you know, you don't recognize certain habits, you know, facial expression or nonverbals or what have you. But once it's pointed out, like I was saying, you were in the kitchen, you know, like you're starting to catch it. And then, you know, it's like, wait, this is how does my person is experiencing me. And this is not what I'm wanting to communicate. You know, I want to communicate in a more positive way affect towards yeah. them. So and, then we begin to, to change. And some maybe of those. it's not just about a positive affect. Maybe I should even get clear about the frustration or the disgust True. that I might've yeah. felt. Cause I think the big I thing, I don't want to, yep, that's mm-hmm. it. And I didn't want to, I don't want people to think like, well, just stop biting your bottom lip and you've got ah. success <laughs> or don't do that face and you got success. Like even the disgust want? make me search my heart. Exactly. So it's like when I feel that kind of facial expression coming on, well, wait a minute, what's going on in my heart here? Mm-hmm. Where if I do feel myself, which I don't know, I'm sure I have in some way, like do the bite in my bottom lip. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I need to check my heart there versus just trying to find a way to cover up more. Right. right? Or yeah, suppress it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think, good. I think the good part of this really is I just, I do want to be, we hope, especially I think as we look at society right now, mm-hmm. whether it's social media you know, we're in the middle of things going on in our political world and elections are going to be going on. And I just hear people. And just because you type something and you feel like you're right, doesn't make your message good. And I like that. I like how my mentor Ryan always just like feel good to like the receivers. Yeah. I mean, okay. well, I know. No, I think it's doesn't or make your good message just period. good. Like okay. just because you said something doesn't mean whatever you can True. be. Something like, okay. And I think Got it's it. like, what do you want to accomplish? Mm hmm. If you're really only just stating something to like put your opinion out, go for it. That's fine. But don't just think like just because you just throw something out there and you could be abrupt or whatever and then people don't receive it, then you want to blame them. Oh, just because you can't like, no, it's because of how you're coming off. Right. And you got to own that. Uh And I mean, I got to own that. Uh What do I want to accomplish? And Mm -hmm. based on what I put out is what I will get back. We know the Bible says that, you know, what Mm. you sow, you will reap. Mm-hmm. So how you land on other people is probably affecting a lot of it what you're powerful. getting back because people form good feedback loops in relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, that's sometimes a lot of what we're getting reminder. back sometimes could be what we're putting out, but that's not always true. But even I think for me, I want to take this ownership. I can't control nobody else, okay. but I can control the messages I send out. And what I even find in times talking about difficult, difficult conversations in public that even if the other person, I may be talking about something that I know triggers them and I do the best job I can to honor them. Mm-hmm. Even when they give me rebuff back, 
if I still own my space and how I'm coming off and I still send out the message I want and not just get caught up in how they impacted me, whether it's negative or whatever, it still shifts conversations. Mm-hmm. It, I've recognized that. Now, does that mean I'm not trying to like make everybody change, but it's like, I am always, that's when it comes to my accountability to God, I can only be accountable for how mm. I interact oh, with other sure people. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with being able to adjust and flex at times for right causes and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Because it's like love is patient. Love is lo- patient and long suffering. Love is kind. It's not rude. It does not behave itself unseemly. It's not self-seeking, right? Right. Um, yeah. That love yeah. takes other people into account. That's True. just all it is. True. And if you only want to be heard, then that's fine, but that's not love. Mm. Um, and we are commanded to love even our enemies, to love the brotherhood, to love God, um, mm. to love those who disagree with us. So I think that's really a big challenge, right? So let's maybe take some time and get like really practical with it. Oh, that wasn't practical? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So what does this mean for you? Maybe listening to this, maybe it's just a time as you listen to this podcast right now, just as you, when you finish it up, break out a piece of paper, break out your phone, whatever you write on um, and take some time in prayer and say, God, help me to see me, help me to bring up the memories of maybe significant people in my life, whether it's employees, employers, coworkers, children, friends, friends. spouse. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Family members. Yep. And to be, especially, can we go into the holidays, people? Uh, mm-hmm. Let me think about my last maybe three interactions with those people. What would it be like to be on the other end of me? And maybe some good points come out of that. And what, that's a good thing. So that way you can be do more of that. Do, do good to as many people as you can, right? Above all, seek to live at peace with the brethren, you know, with mm-hmm. all people. Um, but maybe you might see some points where it's like, oh, I got to get better at that. Mm. How I'm really landing, yeah. how I'm coming across. Yeah, um, that's it, good. Yeah. And maybe you might take some time, those significant people, the closest people in your life. Maybe you could just take some that's time. That's the one I was going <laughs> to. You're going to do for next some point? Uh, well, yeah, I kind of thought about it. This sense of, you know, asking Asking a couple of trusted people, like how, how am I showing up? How are That's you right. receiving me in what is it like our relationship? Yeah. That's that sounds kind of scary. It is. <laughs> but it allows us to take, I think that's the whole thing, you know, in discipleship and accountability. Those are great questions. You know, when you want to disciple someone or say, you know, Hey, hold me accountable to this, this is what you're seeing. This is an area that I realize I need to grow in based upon what you've said now, uh-huh. you know? So, and I think this is important Take if the you're risk. someone in <laughs> any way, which I believe every person in some way is a leader. You definitely as a leader, when you have power, you need to be the one to ask this question. Mm-hmm. How are the people you leading or you're co-leading with, how are they being impacted by your presence? Mm-hmm. And how, what is it like to be on the receiving end? And that can go like, once again, the good ways maybe I'm impacting you and when it's like on the receiving end of me or maybe times when I don't come across so clear or rough or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of asking it is to get better because we all, all can get better. Right. I always like to ask uh, my clients at the end of sessions, hey, what was this like today? Do you feel like I heard you, like I understood you, like I value what you had to say? Because I want to know how am I, how is this landing for you? Because no matter what intent I had, what really determines the effectiveness of our time together is how did it land? Mm. And I could send it well and have the right heart, 
but still, I want to make sure it landed right. Yeah, what meaning? And so they did might they have create? been confused by mm-hmm. it, and we may have been off, and then I can go back and clarify. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. one part of it. it's not that sometimes the person might because of whatever they might have took it a completely negative, or it might have triggered something from another relationship. So true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Anyway, so we hope that this one has encouraged and inspired you to go about your relationship with God and others in, in a, a more, more excellent, excellent way. way. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the More Excellent Way.